What's up? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the C Plan Do Show with me, professional mindset coach, business coach, relationship coach, financial coach, your favorite coach, your favorite six foot eight coach out here, Mr. Gary O'Neill Jr. And as always, when you see me out in the streets, when you see me at your local jazz festival, when you see me at your art exhibit, when you see me out here being cultured out this motherfucker, please, please. Please don't forget the junior. Shout out to Pops. And we have another Power Pack Podcast Season 5, Episode 18. Man, we almost wrapping this up. Season 5, Episode 18, We Own the City. And this is just going to be a series review of the actual show entitled We Own the City, where it highlighted uh, in Baltimore the gun uh trace task force and the corruption that surrounded that yeah yeah so i get guys i gave you tons of time y'all was like hold up i need to watch it i gave you time i done went past my tuesday schedule because to give y'all time i ain't doing it no more that's it i'm gonna give y'all one week to watch it you better watch. you better cancel them things some things you better use that pto you better call out flat out i ain't doing it no more all right i got a brand to protect image to keep up okay shout out let's get to my shout outs my day one a1 listeners man i listen to y'all that's why i took some time before i did this episode my day one a1 listeners my candy corn crew my ogs my executive producers who give me thoughts somebody just gave me one right now matter of fact it's gonna drop next week all right uh, my executive producers, my OGs, people that are watching this in the U.S., watching this outside of the U.S., every person who had a chance to say, you know what? Hey, this seems like a cool topic for me to know about. This guy seems like he's pretty cool, knowledgeable. Whatever brought you here right now, whether you're listening, whether you're watching in glorious 1080p or 720 or even 480, I don't care. 
as long as you get a chance to check out the vibes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You could have been literally anywhere in the world doing anything, watching anything, listening to anything, but you're here with me and I appreciate that. So thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, so can we get to our C plan do? You know, because I'm looking forward to having this conversation today. Uh, I think I think actually moving forward, I think what I'll do is, uh, and you guys can let me know how you feel. I think we're going to start going back to being live on like shows and stuff like that. So if it's a series or a movie, I think I'm going to go ahead and start dropping them live. So, you know, maybe at night, a little 8 p.m. ish, you know, put the kids to bed. Let's have a conversation. All right. But without further ado, can we get to our C Plan Do moment of the week? Absolutely. So right after a brief word from my sponsors, we'll get right to it. Are you looking to get certified in CPR, first aid, or other life-saving skills? Heart Savers Maryland is your premier CPR training facility. Individual and classroom sessions available. Schedule your training at heartsaversmd.com. Each second counts. Get trained today. All right, your C plan do. Moment of the week is entitled process. I want you to just take a moment, whether you're watching this or you're listening, and I just want you to realize that every single thing, every single thing has a process. This show is a process. Me uploading it to YouTube as well as it's making its way to wherever you listen to, whatever your favorite streaming platform, you're listening on Apple or Google, or wherever you stream, streaker, wherever you're listening to. There's a process for this to happen. Me talking is a process. You listening and watching is a process. Us throughout the entirety, the totality of everything. There is a process. Did you eat breakfast today or lunch or dinner? Whenever you listen to this, there was a process for you to eat that to, for someone to make that, whether you did it or someone else made it, there's a process for you to eat it. There's a process for you to digest it. Everything is a process. And what I humbly submit today is that if we are aware that everything is a process, don't be so hard on yourself. When the things you want aren't here today, it's a process. Trust the process, work the process, understand the process, because everything is a process. Look at the little gold. If you've been with me, you, you noticed a little uh, colored tint on my locks process it might not have been a long process or even if you saw go back to episode one i didn't have my hair long and flowing like this process so if we understand again that everything is a process then be patient with yourself be patient with the process trust the process learn the process understand it things are a process everything is a process all right that is your c plan do moment of the week sponsored by heart savers maryland get your cpr training in right all right let's move on to our greenland entertainment song of the week guys if you check if you are watching this on youtube or wherever you listen to you hey 
Are you liking and sharing and subscribing to this channel? Right? Just take a moment to hit that smash, smash that like button, smash that subscribe button so that way you're always locked in. Okay? I may not, I may not own the city, but I own these podcasting streets. Okay? So please make sure you that way you never miss anything. That way you're always connected. So in the in the detail section below, you'll see what the song, the intro song was. You'll see what the song of the week is. And actually look at the playlist. You can follow along and look at all the music that I've been playing throughout that. Okay. But you know, of course, if you're watching YouTube, you know that we can't play that, right? Not not right now, maybe eventually in the future. Okay. So check it out. So right after a brief commercial, brief word from my sponsor. All right, we're gonna get right into our entree. I don't even have an appetizer. We're getting right to the entree. We'll get right to it. Having a wedding, birthday party, or other social or corporate event, contact Greenlight Entertainment today with our experienced DJs, quality sound, and professional service. We look to make your event the event. Check us out on the web at www.greenlightentertain.com. With Greenlight Entertainment, you have the green light. We don't cast, last, last. Now everybody go to our breakfast. Shayo. You go bow for the result, nothing to discuss, cause I did win by default and without any doubt. I'm a me, I be a daughter, I no go feed the girl, I no go feed the girl is out. I'm a mind that should be dark, I put my life into my job and I know I'm in trouble. She manipulate my love. All right, so let's get to our entree season five, episode 18. We own the city. All right, and if you were you've been waiting for this episode, you know, hey, I you know what? I'm not going past my day that I dropped my episode, but I did for y'all because I was like, all right, people ain't watching, people hit me up, like, hey, can you hold off? Cool, because I do want us to all have a conversation. I want you to chime in. But moving forward, what I'll do is for a series or a show or a movie, I'm going to give you all one week to check it out. OK, but I, but guess what? This is a process process, guys. OK, so season five, episode 18, we own the city. All right. So let's let's get into it, man. So. So HBO or HBO Max, well, HBO, HBO Max is HBO, right? So they dropped a, um, a, a mini series. It was only six episodes entitled we own the city, right? And we own the city. If you didn't know chronicles, the Baltimore police departments, their gun trace task force. Okay. And, it exposed a lot of things, a lot of corruption, uh, a lot of manipulation, a lot of moral issues, and ultimately, 
just the end of the gun trade trace task force. Uh, it, 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 it was, um, it was a lot, uh, it was a lot to take in. So I just wanted to just say, Hey, you know what? We're going to have, of course, we're going to have a conversation. I want you guys to chime in. You listen to this, you can go to social media pages uh, you know, I'm going to make sure that we have a, a, a space for us to talk about it. A space for a space for us to dialogue about it. But, uh, even on here, if you're on, so, on YouTube, you know, just comment in, in this section before we can go back and forth. So here's my uh, overview of thoughts. I thought that it was a good series as far as I love the actors. It what now? Guess what? For a guy from Baltimore, born and raised, seeing some of the actors that played in The Wire now play different characters was immediate. Initially, I was like, "What is going on here?" Right. So, if you watched it and you saw the actor who played Marlo on The Wire now to play detective suitor i was like yo what is going on here right but ultimately i did like the series in the drama that it was it was a i think the acting was great i think how they put it together was great i i i, I thought it was good i thought it was good because if you watched it if you didn't really know you probably in the first episode did like wing jenkins I think he was very motivational. I thought he was real. I was like, all right, cool. But if you a quick Google search into reality, you'd be like, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute. Wait, wait. Uh, no, well, no, I don't like him. Right. So I did like it. I did like it for the dramatic um, expression that it represented. I liked the acting. I liked the drama. I liked how they put it together. However, it did revisit a rough, a rough and uh, a problematic circumstance that happened, an event that happened. And this, you know, all these things that happened and, uh, and it just sort of, you know, I'm pretty sure some people were re-traumatized by this, you know? Um, and just the fact that you're watching it and then you realize like, yo, this was real because when you're watching the show, like if you weren't directly involved, like it, it's a, it's like, Oh man, this is crazy. But then when I realized that, yeah, I remember watching TV and they had all these different officers that they were locking them up. You know, I didn't really die, do a deep dive then. But now watching it and then, of course, you know, you watch the show, you go back and you start researching it. You like you start looking at the real people. You're like, yo, this is crazy. So I liked it for the dramatic expression. Unfortunately, it just probably reopened a lot of stuff for people. And the fact that this was real. Right. And that's just really disappointing at the end of the day is that this was real. This isn't this isn't just a, the walking dead or or some type of, you know, moon night or something like that, where it's like it's not real. This was real. And this really happened. So, you know, it's unfortunate to see that. All right. Uh, but I did want to just share my thoughts. And again, I love you. I love for you guys to chime in and tell me what you thought. Right. But I, I only have three main components that I want to talk about. Three areas I wanted to talk about. So the first thing is corruption. Corruption is real right now. If you look at the show or even experience it in your workplace or, or environment, Corruption will always be a thing as long as there are certain things that are present, right? So if just strictly just talking about the show, poor leadership, the top from the top, tippity top to mid-level management, all of it was poor. Whether you had the commissioner saying his hands were tied, you had the mayor, you know, their agenda 
was pretty much about money and where it was coming from, you know, or different people's agenda, poor leadership always creates a problem. And that's clearly we see that. Poor leadership, man, is always a problem. Lack of accountability. All right. How many times? Have we, okay. So there are two instances at this point. If you, it's a spoiler alert, but if you ain't watched it, you need to go watch it or, or pause this and come back to it. Think about when Hirsch first got pulled up because he assaulted that gentleman, right? He said, oh, he bumped them and stuff like that. And he heard him hit him in the head. He, for one moment, when he attacked that gentleman and then they pulled him up in the office and he was a little nervous. That's when he could have understood or been in, been exposed to real accountability. But you know what they did? Moved him, promoted him, and then he wound up being on the task force. So lack of accountability creates these monsters. They create the monsters. And that's not just for the series. That's just in real life. When you need to have two things constantly, support and accountability. Support meaning I talk to you, we could talk about it, we could understand it. Accountability means something needs to happen if this happens. You can look, you can, you don't even have to go that far to realize how that works. Go ahead and think about your bills right now. If you did not have to pay your, if nothing was to happen, if you didn't pay your bills, would you pay your bills right now? Huh? Would that mortgage get paid? Would that, that 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 utility bill get paid? Would that car note get paid? And it's not to say that people don't drag their feet because financial things are financial things. But I promise you, if, if I didn't have to pay a car note, I wouldn't pay it or nothing would happen. You know, maybe my moral being would say, now I need to pay my obligations. But uh, what? If your utility company sends you a turnoff notice, I get you. I bet you get your button get it to take care of it. So lack of accountability. We did not see people get held accountable until the end. And now we see FBI agents. They're wrapping people, you know, wrap Wayne up. They lock these people up. Lack of accountability. Even when the supervisor rolled onto the scene uh, and, you know, you're thinking, hey, he's going to solve situations. Nope. Nobody. Nobody was held accountable. Nobody. No one was held accountable. A corrupt agenda. See, Wayne and the task force, they had an agenda, but it was corrupted. The city had an agenda, but that was corrupted. The Think about this. When Wayne said, hey, I'm going to leave because he felt, you know, the heat was too hot. When he was going to leave and go push paperwork, what did they say? Oh, you're getting guns off the table. You get, get guns off the street. You're, you're, you're doing the work. People are not going to be happy about this. So instead of realizing, that, hey, man, there's problems and trying to do the right thing, people, their agenda was corrupted. So if all I care about is this, then I don't care. If I only care about getting guns off the, you know, the table, getting guns off the street, I keep saying guns off the table, putting drugs on the table, getting guns off the street. And that's all I care about. And that's what all I tell you about. Then guess what? Then that I'm really actually telling you, you have means to do whatever you want. So a corrupt agenda. Everyone had an agenda. 
in that in that in that series. Everyone. And it was corrupted, unfortunately. And the last thing in reference to the first point, which is corruption, ego and agenda. I mean, ego and greed. Sorry, ego and greed. <sighs> On some level, guys, I can understand. I wouldn't condone it, but I can understand if someone is like, hey, they are making money. You know, they took some of the money from the drug dealers. Okay, I get it. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I, I can't say, I'm not going to say I would do it, but at least on some, some wave, I can understand that they taking some of the money for themselves. They shouldn't do it. It shouldn't be, not be a thing, but I get it. Especially when you think about what Wayne was saying, Oh, we're risking our lives, blah, blah, blah. They were maxing out overtime, all these different things. So I get it. Right. But then where did it stop? As far as greed, I'm gonna go with greed first. Where did it stop? It went from taking money from drug dealers, right? Now we're taking money from regular civilians, have nothing to do with anything. Now we're taking money from midget strippers, midget exotic dancers. And I know you were like me when you watched the show. And here is Wayne running out the building, talking, about, We gotta go, we gotta go. I'm thinking, Dag, well, maybe the the midget, uh, uh, hopefully that's the correct phrase. I'm not sure if that's politically correct in this climate, but the, I'm just gonna go with midget. Y'all gonna have to correct me. Uh, the midget exotic dancer, I'm thinking like, oh, maybe she put it on him. You know, he, he busted a little too quick. That's what I thought. I thought she put it on him and he, and he, and he failed. When he pulled out that money that he stole from her, that's when just like if you go back and look at that episode and they and the, and the guys in the car start looking at each other that's they i was like he's wow now look at the progression on how greedy he got not only were they taking money for drug dealers they're taking money for civilians they maxing out overtime they're stealing drugs now all these things start getting greedy they start stealing from themselves greed is a disease and there was no accountability there was nothing to stop anybody and ego. When you think about Wayne, and I'll talk about that in a minute, the ego that these guys had that, oh, hey, we own the city. Remember, if you were, if you recall watching it, when he talked about, he did this grand speech about, hey, we're responsible for this. We're in charge. We're putting guns out of people's hands. We're responsible for all these things. We own the city. He really believed that. And they were out here. You know, so the, the audacity, the ego of people that they feel like they can go untouched and they can just do all these things. That's not something that we don't see in regular everyday life. There are people that have such an ego that they think they could just do whatever they want. So ego and greed, man, that 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 corruption was the biggest thing and how things just was so corrupted from the top down that I'm not surprised that this happened. Point number two, or, or bullet point number two, Wayne Jenkins. <sighs> Wayne Jenkins was wild as hell, man. That was crazy on how I, you know, looking at Wayne, all the things that he did, man, in that in that in that series, man, just researching it. Wayne was was tripping, and this happens 
when you have an a person who feels empowered and to, and feels like they have a justification a gram of justification plus feeling empowered and backed by people who don't want to hold them accountable who have a corrupt agenda you have created this midget uh exotic money stealing van minivan crazily driving uh person who was just just wreaking havoc and when you go back and you think about how empowered he was he went from being a supervisor and then when he realized how things went and they said oh throw all that stuff out the window that you learn from training he was just tripping he was just going off right and that's what happens when somebody gets empowered and it's a, a all those other things i just talked about when they are empowered and they're empowered with an underlying of corruption, that's what happens. Yeah, man. So Wayne out here planting drugs on people, stealing money, stealing drugs. It was never enough. Doing absolute, absolutely too much. He was doing absolutely too much. Right? And also having that delusions of grandeur for real. And if you don't know what delusions of grandeur mean, it means that he really out was out here thinking that he was just it. Right? That he was above the law. That he was single-handedly taking care of the streets. That he felt like he was Batman for real. And the only reason why we really saw that he took the deal was because one, can we take a moment to talk about that? Hey man, like I'm not a criminal, but the way the, like, but if I was to get into criminal acts, you gonna have to just do the time. And I don't know if they signed up for Jodeci, Drew Hill, Five Heartbeats, Temptations, Whispers, Stylistics, uh, Hell Melvin in the Blue Notes. <laughs> Them, these guys were singing. They were snitching, and that is the correct, appropriate time to use the word snitching. They weren't snitching when they were robbing drug dealers. They weren't snitching when they were getting all this money. They weren't snitching when they were recreating events. Remember when they opened up the safe and he pretty much had a cinematic debut? Debut? When they like, oh, they opened up the safe, they, they opened it up, then they closed it back up, then they opened up again, and like, action? Like, all right, Michael Bay, chill out. Right? But really, when we, when, according to what we saw, it was when it was going to show Wayne and all the things that he was doing that would have brought down his image of what's going on. Think about when he first went up the steps and the FBI, they grabbed him. What do you say? I'm one of you. No, you're not. Well, maybe, but we don't know yet, but he was not. So when you have a person that feels empowered, empowered and backed by a corrupt environment, 
that's they're going to do too much because they're going to have an over sense of ego and greed and all those things like that. That was just crazy to see Wayne doing that. How did we get here? Well, we saw how he got there. And number three, Detective Suter. So, you know, one of the side stories, you know, because there's different things that one of the things that we saw was this was the story of Sean Suter. Who was on the gun trace task force, who who then wound up going to homicide, right? He wound up being in the homicide department, but he worked with Wayne and he was exposed to a couple of things. Remember in the scene, there was a the money that he found when he, when they went through the car wash. Uh, and then he was also involved when they planted evidence in that. Remember when the uh, car chase and ultimately uh, what happened was there was an accident, right? And the elderly person got killed, which is really heartbreaking because that was real. So here it is. We see Detective Suter. Now he is in homicide. All these things have went down with the gun trace task force. And we start seeing him get nervous, shaking, can't even drink his coffee, pacing back and forth, man. He's losing it. Right. The, the pressure that we see from the lawyers, they said, Hey, you need to come to court. You need to talk stuff like that. Hey, you're not going to be investigated, but you seem like you are going to be investigated. All these things happen, right? All these things happened. And we see the tense, you know, we see the amount of anxiety and tense in each in every you know leading up to what happened and now uh we see detective Souter lose his life now of course if you've been following the story there are some people a lot of people that are saying oh no 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 that detective Souter killed himself because of what happened and there's a lot of people who said detective Souter was shot by an assailant now in the move in the series you don't see the person, but you do see him, you know, creating a persona that it is. It's really up to you to interpret it because HBO doesn't, then you never see a person, but you see evidence that can go for and against the idea that either Detective Souter killed himself or Detective Souter was shot by an assailant that we do not know. Now, for me, it really goes back to, you know, a couple of things. So the idea of let's go with the situation on the agenda on why he would kill himself. Currently, he was going to be on trial, right? He was going to be on trial. Uh, you know, he might have lost his job. I think they actually talked about that, right? He talked about it. And he might have lost his job. So that was a lot of stuff going on. So it seemed like all of that weight could probably be and that shame could place a lot on a person in one of these fields. And that could probably lead someone to suicide. We don't know because when you watch it, why did he go back to his original post? Is that reminiscing? You know, why would he go back there? Why would he go back and pacing? You know, it wasn't like it was a shootout that was reported, right? It was something that's going on. So what, what's going on here? Right. What's going on here? So we see that. Right. 
so that was my biggest thing is that, hey, for him killing himself, it was things that were going to happen. He was going to go to court. He was going to have to probably testify. He might have lost his job and all that feelings, that anxiety that might have happened because of that. That that would have been a reason that he could have killed himself. The idea that he was killed. Uh, they did an independent review and they said that, you know, it was listed as a homicide. So I don't know if that's good enough for you, either for or against, but there was an independent review. Now, there is a, a documentary out that talks about it. So check it out. Um, and, you know, we can always go back and talk about that. But I think that is evidence to support or negate the idea of, hey, did he commit suicide? I mean, if you looked at based upon what I saw, it seemed like he did. Right. Because someone shot him, his partner turned the corner within like five seconds. So at least if anything, he would have saw somebody running away. But also. You know. At the most, he probably would have lost his job. Would have been that serious for him to kill himself. Knowing that if they ruled this a suicide, his family might not have, you know, if, if his agenda was that they get paid, you know, would that have happened? So there's plenty of different things, man. You know, you feel free to chime in below. Do you think he killed himself? Do you think he was killed? Who knows, man? No one was there. You can only go off of what the independent reporter says. And guess what? If you are in a situation where you know there are reporters or reviews, those things can be manipulated very easily. Right. So, you know, ultimately, um, it's a to watch the video, to watch the series, to look at the police corruption, to look at the corruption that came from this task force, to see that they were just terrorizing. Just terrorizing situations here. Is a is a black eye to see, you know, of course, dramatization to see how some, you know, how they, you know, how they depicted the the uh, commissioner how they depicted the mayor and and their agendas and how you know we need help here i'm from baltimore i live in baltimore you know the idea that we're averaging 300 murders consistently regardless of who is here regardless of who the mayor is that's staggering you know so I think it was a very good series to to watch. It was shocking if you didn't know some of this issue, of, you know, but ultimately um, it, it leads me to beg the answer. Well, who does own the city? Last time I checked, the city should own to the people, but who owns the city? You know, so we got to, so hopefully there, you know, I know that recently you start seeing that like some, some of the people who were victims are getting money from this, you know, Hopefully we can start seeing some type of change, some type of accountability um, outside of just sort of putting band-aids on knife wounds or gunshot wounds. But I did like the series. You know, it made me wish that The Wire was starting back up. They probably could have, they actually could have put that as a series. That could have been one of the series for The Wire, but then they would have had to have Suter be somebody else and not Marlon. And they would have had to have other people not be them. Like, you know, I mean, in the series. But let me know what you think, guys. Let me know how you feel, what your thoughts were, what you saw. Maybe something that, you know, hey, I didn't point out that you wanted to point out. Let, let me know, man. Let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation. All right. That is the end of the show, guys. 
hey, look at that. That's the end of the show. You can catch out each and every episode weekly. All you got to do is check out the website, check out the social media pages. I'm here to drop them hot, fresh, and rapid. All right? If you want to be a guest on the show, if you want to promote your good services, you want to be a part of the show, you have something to add, please let me. shoot me an e- email, shoot me a DM, you can comment, let me know. All right, let's 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 work it out to get you on here. If you want to be a sponsor, all right, you see we have amazing sponsorship packages and opportunities, let me know. And as always, guys, thank you for being a part of this show. You are the best part of the show. So until we see each other again, because we're going to see each other, all right, it's summertime. All right. All right. Summertime. But we're going to do it. Do it in uh, respectfully and within social distance. All right. Until we talk again. Because I know, I know you guys are ready to talk about this. All right. And until we share those special, special moments again. Always remember, guys, see what you want to do. Plan it out. And simply do it. All right, guys. Until next time. You know, take care of yourself, take care of your community, take care of your family. And one of the things one of my friends, his name is Nick, he says that every time we talk, every time we're around, you know, around each other, because he's a part of the community organization that I'm a part of, he always ends our conversations, whether it's Zoom or phone calls or even just being around each other. And he says, stay encouraged. And, I, and, and in the spirit of that, I simply ask wherever you are, whatever you're going through, Whatever you're feeling, what's on your mind, just simply understand it's a process and stay encouraged. All right, guys. Till next time. Bye.